Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Starfinder Society Edition, where we will be playing Adventure 1-4, Cries from the Drift. This is a scenario that has the faction and the starship tags, and we have with us some of the regulars from Roll for Combat, as well as two new people. Both of them are actually new to Starfinder, and I believe this is the very first time they've played Starfinder, although they've played many, many, many other role-playing games in the past. And let me tell you, they shake things up quite a bit this time. So this adventure is, once again, space horror. If those of you who listened to our last adventure, 1-10, The Half-Alive Streets, you know that that was a horror adventure, and this one is also a horror adventure. That is our favorite genre here at Roll for Combat, space horror. So whenever I see one of those, I try to jump on them and play right away. For those of you who don't remember, Starfinder Society Adventures are small adventures that usually take about four to five hours to play. This is the first part. There'll probably be two more parts after this, so probably three or four parts in total, and then you can listen to the entire adventure from beginning to end. Just an FYI, this adventure is well known as being very tricky, very difficult, and has an encounter or two that can completely wipe out your party very, very easily. So it does live up to the name of space horror in multiple ways. So over the next couple of episodes, you'll get to listen to if they live or die horribly. If they die, no big deal, just roll up some new characters. And FYI, I actually play Starfinder Society Adventures fairly hard, only because they can roll up new characters, and it's level 1, so if they die, no big deal. The only problem is, I lose out on some artwork that I had to make for the show. Other than that, enjoy episode 1-4, part 1. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Starfinder Society, where today we are playing 1-4, Cries from the Drift, and we have a slightly new cast this time around. We have a couple of old favorites, like Nala and Pollux, and Quinn, the old man who gives out candy during combat, but today we have a couple of new people as well. We have Willet and Jess who are joining us, if you guys want to say hi real quick. Hi real quick. That was a good hi real quick. I try. That's good. So with that, since you guys are all new and you don't even know who you're playing, why don't you guys just go around and introduce yourselves, who you're playing, what you're doing, since you're all meeting up. It's another Starfinder adventure. You've all gathered together, and sure enough, 
someone has been calling you to go on some crazy adventure where you'll probably all die. So you might as well know who you're going to die with. And why don't we start with Quint? Uh, I'm Bob Marquis in the main role for combat adventure. I play Rusty Carter, but in this I play Quinn, otherwise known as Quinn the Forgotten, or alternatively Quinn who also lost his memory. He's uh, visually about somewhere between 80 and 120 for a human and walks with a little bit of effort, but at the same time, it, he doesn't seem stupid. He just seems, well, he's past his prime. Pollux, introduce yourself. My name is Chris Beamer. I normally play Hiroji on uh, Roll for Combat. And uh, this time I am going for a different kind of theme with a more lawful good character, uh, Pollux Germanicus, who is a mystic star knight and a follower of Iomidae and also an exo-guardian. So my main goal is to uh, root out cowardice, be the sword that seeks the darkness, and to protect the Pathfinder, pardon me, Starfinder Society from external threats and protect the pack worlds. And this I shall do with my life if necessary. Just really, really slowly. I try. Yes. Nala. Yes, uh, Jason McDonald. I am an old, but not necessarily a favorite. In the uh, main Dead Sons show, I play Tuttle and Cheddar. Um, my society character is Nala Trianzi. She's kind of the anti-Quinn in that she's basically a teenager who's got a bit of a history of stealing starships and joyriding them. The concept was kind of Baby Driver meets uh, Jubilee from the X-Men. So she kind of has a little bit of a troubled past, and they sent her off to Solarian camp to kind of straighten her out. So she's a Lashinta Solarian. And then we got Rob Tremarco, Mr. Lucan. Hello, everyone. It's me, Rob Tremarco, your old pal Lucan here. Um, the human operative thief who uh, hates doors, loves shooting, but hates doors the most. Ready to play. So I'm going to make sure you encounter many, many doors this adventure. Mm, not happy. As long as they have a keel. Next, we got a new member, Jess. Hey, what up? My name's Becky. I'm going to be playing Jess, the female human mercenary soldier. Uh, Jess is my first character in Starfinder, so this is pretty exciting. I'm quite stoked. Uh, Jess uh, loves the life, prays Iomide. She wants to see the galaxy, meet interesting people. And then last but not least, we have Willet, who, if you're taking a look, it's, it's, uh, it looks like you have a skin condition, Willet. No, no. Uh, I'm Lauren. I run the advice column Dear Dova Queen at No Direction, and I'm one of the cast members of No Direction Adventurous. I am playing Wayu Unburo, who is a technomancer who specializes in building firearms and selling them to people who shouldn't be buying firearms uh she's a hairless yasoka so it, it's it's perfectly natural for this breed to not have any hair i'm just looking to make a few bucks in the most uh, scrupulous manner possible wink wink excellent excellent so we'll start you off once again, as most of these begin, you are in Absalon Station. This time, you're in the Download District at the Exo Guardian's new headquarters. Inside a recently renovated warehouse, where the head of the faction, Zig Vigix, a host Sharon soldier, summoned you for a 
mission briefing. As you enter the warehouse, you see an augmented host, Sheeran, watching a bustling crew move office equipment from several large pallets into a large warehouse, while other workers wield scrap metal to gaps in the warehouse's walls. The Sharon occasionally directs a crew member and makes a note on a data pad. The Sharon Zigvijix notices their new guests and turns to telepathically project a greeting. It walks over to you all and nods and says to you, Thanks for coming! Pollux immediately takes a knee. Oh, okay. Pollux is one of the Exo Guardians, I remember. So he, he nods, or it, sorry, it nods to you. Yes. Thanks for coming. I hope you understand if I keep this brief, we've got a lot of work to do to get our new headquarters up and running, and you are in a short timetable. The Yusoki Salvage Barge, named the Clutter Collector, captained by Yusoki named Winks, Picked up a distress beacon, transmitted in the drift. Winks didn't have time to check it out, but she sold the data to the society when she reached Absalon Station. How nice of her. Well, it turns out this beacon came from Struggle Scholar, a Kasathan ship that... Zigvig's pauses for effect as their antenna wiggle excitingly. Escaped from Sangoro's Bulkwark. If you don't know, the Bulkwark was the old base of operations for the Exo Guardians. Now, First Seeker Luwasi wisely grounded us from investigating the Bulkwark after all contact was lost with it shortly after the Scoured Stars incident. But we can't pass up this opportunity to learn what happened there. We might even be able to find the coordinates to our missing headquarters. Wouldn't it be joyous to have a large fortress to play loud music in? Zigvijig's hands over the data pad. Here are the coordinates of the distress signal. It is unlikely... Hold on. It's the distress signal. I thought that, that was. literally I is the distress signal. Oh, it's... Hold on. I was about to be so impressed by, like, the effects. That's awesome. I love that distress The angle. part of the distress angle is being paid by Steve's 14-year-old daughter. Exactly. That was, that was weird. Here are the coordinates of the distress signal. It is unlikely any of the crew survived, or they'd be here by now. So be on the lookout for bodies. Since the crew was mostly Kasathans, it would mean a lot of their extended families if you could bring back their remains or keepsakes to the Adari. Otherwise, salvage any data you can, especially the ship's logs, as it could tell us what happened to Sungoro's Bulkwark. This data pad also holds a one-time use decryptor that will let you decode the ExoGuardian ciphers used on the distress signal. Good luck, Starfinders. That was a little cheery for a ship full of dead people. but okay. We shall achieve this in record time. It was uh, quite, quite enthusiastic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I dozed off for a minute. You want us to go to a place and look at things. Was, was that right? Yes, yes, old man. Well, you sure. need to go find what happened to the ship 
and maybe we can find out where our fortress is. Isn't that exciting? Wouldn't you like to see that old man before you die? What was the crew compliment, sir? The crew compliment on which ship? The one we'll be traveling to. Oh, that one. It's a Kasatha starship that was undertaking a short mission to Sangoro's Bulkwark around the same time the signal stopped coming in. We assumed the ship was lost, along with the Bulkwark, but this signal proves otherwise. Thrilling! I do hope that any of the old crew could have survived this long, though. Sad. I doubt they did. Still, the ship is compact with only 10 or so internal compartments, so once you find it, it shouldn't take too long to search. I believe there was about five or six crewmen on board. Why not? Is there a, co is there a copy of the manifest anywhere? Oh, no, no. I would have to find that and get some authorization. We don't have time for that. You must go now, now, hurry. Well, now, you should have some sort of drawing of the ship. I mean, it's just simply a type of ship that you owned. It must be in your record somewhere, so we know what it looks like when we get there. Actually, it's not. It's a Kasathan ship, so we'd have to contact them. Maybe we can get that to you while you're traveling there. The client did say now, and he said it very enthusiastically. Yes, yes. How do we get out there? What sort of ship do we get? Oh, that's right. Of course, the Starfinders always provide for their own. You can get one of two ships. You can either get a Drake or you can get the Pegasus. Each has their advantages and disadvantages. Mm, I like the sound of Pegasus. Here, let me give you their stats. What? Don't Pegasuses die when they leave an atmosphere? Well, I don't want to get into that. Never mind. Who, who's going to be piloting? That's a lot of yeah. That's there's there's a lot of speculation on that, but probably not me. Seems to seems to me it should be the pilot's call. Just to give you a general idea of the differences between these ships, the Drake is pretty useful in starship battle, while the Pegasus has improved sensors that provide the opportunity to learn more information about the Struggles Scholar before boarding. They're both fine ships, but they are fairly different. So as an aside... Which one's I, faster? I sent you... There's two stats here. I'll give you the general stats. The Pegasus is faster. The Pegasus moves 10 hexes. It has light laser cannons, which are short range, and it does have a turret coil gun, which is long range. That's a 4D4. So that, and it has um, 40 shields and 55 hull points. The Drake is slower. It only moves eight hexes and a turn of two. It does, however, have a forward coil gun, a gyro laser in the back, and it has missiles for its turret. And the missiles are long range. And you have five of them. That has 70 hull points and 50 shields. So that one's a lot beefier, but it's slower. And actually, it has missiles, which are very powerful because you just fire and forget. And they mostly just lock on and kill things. But it doesn't have like a coil gun while the other one has. The Pegasus is faster and more nimble but more delicate and has advanced scanners. The Drake is beefier, slower, and has missiles and a forward coil gun, which does 44. 
the same as the turret on the uh, Pegasus. It also needs to like face the enemy to really hit them. Can, is the Orville an option? Sure. <laughs> you just have sure. to get the uh, the boon for that. Okay. Well, I'm sure we won't run into any trouble, so let's get the faster one. We'll get there quicker. I agree. And like Drake is sounds like too much like dragon, and dragons are evil, and I don't like them. So yeah, I like getting there fast. All right, that's three in favor of fast. All opposed. Well, I said pilot's choice. M more guns are always beneficial. Nala's already kind of fidgeting and twitching a little bit at the idea of driving the fast ship. So Nala's with the Pegasus. I'm hearing a counter argument. We should always bring more guns. Yes. All right. Strong vote for guns. Uh, fast is fine. Guns keep you safe. Two votes for guns, two votes for fast, and two people considering. Well, the maneuverability is also is also a useful thing. I mean, turning, turning in radius can make or break a battle sometimes so the pegasus is also not just faster it's also more maneuverable and that can turn it can turn faster i can outmaneuver a missile that's number three for fast becky what's up uh i have three to two fast versus guns and i heard you saying uh pilot decides pilot's choice yes but nobody's the pilot yet so what's your opinion who's flying ah okay that's not me that's probably um Nala, Nala pretty much assumes it's her unless someone else starts yelling Nala, at her. Nala, you have skills for this? You know how to fly this things? These things? Yes, I have skills for this. I can right. fly. I've flown before. Nala, what's your pleasure? I think we should go with the Pegasus. I think we should go with the faster ship. And that's where I'm at. Well, that sounds great. And you've done those little speed simulation games that all the kids are playing, haven't you, Nala? Sure, Quinn. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. All right. Well, then then you're in charge. Oh, I like this. <laughs> so Ziggy looks over to you and it says, So have you decided what you wish to take? Time's a ticking. We'll take both. Oh, that would be wonderful, wonderful. But you really do need a full complement crew and we can only loan one. So which one is it? Don't listen to Grumpy there. We want the We want the Pegasus. Ah, uh, the Pegasus, an excellent ship. I do love the Pegasus. It has an amazing sound system for listening to my records. Oh, yes. Anyhow, do you have any other questions for me about the bulk work or about what you're going to be doing or what I should, who I should contact in the uh, case you all die? Oh, wait, that's right. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, Starfinder Society has all that information. Never mind. Well, well, now one piece of practical. If we'll be approaching it and we send a signal, I assume you have some sort of authorization code from the Starfinder Society so they know it's us. Oh, this ship is most likely dead in space. You're going to have to, you know, commandeer it and figure out what's going on. And if there is anyone alive, I'm sure they're going to be very happy to see you as it's been many, many months since anyone has found them. Oh, you're giving us no help at all. I understand. Very thank you very much, young man. You're welcome. Please do not make any disparaging remarks to Zigbegix, please. It's a salvage run in a corpse locker. Can we get going? Let's fly. Okie dokie. So if you have any more, no more questions, Ziggy basically ushers you to the lock, the hangar where the ship is stationed. And you guys can go. 
a few things. You can slot any boons you have now. This is the time you would slot your boons. Mm, I don't know from that. I don't have that. That's right. You don't I'm know. cool. I don't know if we got any that would matter. Mm, probably not. I mean, you got it from that last event, 1-10. This one is labeled Starship and Exo Guardians, which means everyone will get actually a point in Exo Guardians, no matter what faction. Ooh! Well, you actually get an extra one, so Exo Guardians get three points oh, instead good. of two, assuming you live. Well, and I'm an Exo Guardian, so great. That All is right. right. I know. So, yeah, I mean, the only one you might have is if you have the Welcome to Starfinder Society one that gives you, like, the um, healing potion, most likely, so you don't die. You can. That's the only other one you might slot. I think most of you have that one or can have that one. The Elixir of Renewal. It will store 2d8 hit points and 1d4 points of one type of ability damage. You can only use it once forever, though. So, Quinn, you do realize that this Zig Vigix is the head of the Exo Guardians. He's the top guy in that. Oh, yes, I know. I'm a member. Right. I for, uh, yeah, me too. And, like, you're, you're being a little disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful. What do you mean by that? Uh, okay, no, we'll, we'll table that for later. But let's go. Let's go. Let's get down here. Let's. I'm going to be doing nothing on the ship, so I'll be taking a nap. I don't think I'll have a roll. Okey-dokey. So you guys manage to get onto the Pegasus. You go through and enter in the coordinates, and sure enough, you punch in where you're going to be going, and it is going to take approximately 13 days to get to the destination. Oh my god. I love space. Yeah. That's so infinite. Um, Alright, so we need to assign roles, right? Yes, you would probably want to assign roles. And for those of you who have not done Starship Combat, first of all, go to the DS General channel where you can download Pegasus, because you're going to want that. And I'm also putting up some cheat sheets. This is what you really just need to know. You need to have... These are the roles that you can have. Now, you actually have six people, which is cool because there's five roles. There is the captain. And the captain, what they do is that they can actually encourage people during um, combat. They can also demand from them. And that gives a... Encourage gives them a plus two to all the roles. Demand gives them a plus four. And you have to basically... Use a diplomacy roll to encourage them. It's very low. It's just a DC 15. Um, intimidate is going to be a DC 18, and that's um, that's demanding them. You can only do that once per combat. Um, you can also taunt the enemy, which will cause them to uh, be at negatives. But again, there's DCs for everything. The engineer really needs to use engineering. Big surprise there. They do things like diverting energy. They can divert energy to the power, to uh, the weapons or the shields. They also uh, hold the ship together and patch it when it starts taking damage. Because as it starts to take damage, systems will start failing. So you can use, I mean, you guys have enough people that you can actually use one every turn. And like one, I'm just giving you a little bit of advice. Like one thing you can do is every turn you could actually divert energy to the weapons and that makes all damage rolls of a one turns it into a two so diverting power to the weapons is actually really good and the dc for that is just the 13 using engineering the gunners you each person can only fire really one gun and 
you basically just fire gun. But basically, if you have a high dex and you have a ranking pilot, you're probably going to be a good gunner. The pilot flies the ship, and they need piloting skills, obviously. There's a whole bunch of things they can do, like back off, barrel roll, evade, flip, burn, fly by, slide, turn in place. There's all these skills and things you can do. Most times you're just going to be flying, and maybe you'll kind of do like one or two other skills. The most useful one is called evade, and that's just a DC 13, and that will give you a plus two to your armor class, basically. And then finally, there's a science officer, and the science officer is a computer's check. And they can do things like balancing your shields. You can scan the enemy to find out what their ship is made out of. And you can target systems. Target systems really good is that it increases the crit. If you roll a 19 or a 20, you crit on the enemy starship. And then you actually crit and hit that system that you're targeting. So, like, if you want to target the engines, you can actually say, okay, I'm going to roll DC-8. If you make it, you say, okay, if I actually hit and we crit, it's only going to the engines. And if you crit something three times it actually disables them completely and if you crit them four times it actually does damage to the people in the ship <laughs> and it can actually kill you very easily because these ship these weapons do a ton of damage they do like 44 that you know damage so you could you can it's like star trek you can just get killed instantly so if it gets past critical range three you're in trouble and just fyi the pegasus has let's see so you have a 13 AC and a 13 TL. TL is for target lock, and that is for that's for missiles. So if someone's trying to fire a missile at you, it's slightly different. It doesn't really make a difference for this, but in theory, you could be harder to hit with missiles than like lasers, stuff like that. Without even saying a word, I immediately go back to Engineering Bay and start setting up shop, making myself at home. Perfect. Excellent. That's Willet, right? Yes. Willet will be the engineer. Pollux will make a move towards walking to the captain's chair. And Oh, uh, yes. You want to keep my chair comfy. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Jess identifies Pollux as the guy in charge and says, Sir, shall I take the gunner's position? That would be outstanding. Please do. Aye, aye. Jess is one of the gunners. How fast do you fly, Nella? Nala gets into the chair and starts pretending she doesn't know what she's doing until Pollux gets pissed off, and then she starts. Then she turns on the engines and like, ah! <laughs> Release docking clamps. <laughs> I have a piloting a plus nine. What is what is yours, Nala? Uh oh, we may have some drama. If it's the same, I'll gun. No, it's actually only a plus six. How did that happen? Well, huh? it's it's in ranks though, isn't it? Is what's, yeah. no, no, piloting is probably yeah, piloting skill. skill it's is actually both. the piloting skill. It's both. It's, a, it's both. It's both. Um, yeah, it's a little. But what decks do you have? I'm, I'm not trying to be a devil's advocate here because decks does go into firing the guns. So um, keep that in mind. Like, yeah, guns is rank in piloting plus decks. Exactly. Pro probably. Plus I have DW. decks of eighteen. They actually don't have a great decks. I only have an eleven decks. Solarian problems. Well, since this is not a gunship, and we'll be doing some maneuvers, and we're going to need to uh, dance around in space, you're in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We still need a computers person for the science officer. That's for sure. You know what? Nala's actually also pretty decent in computers, so she pouts a little bit. She's not happy about it, but she'll go back and do the science officer job. 
Jess is impressed by how multi-talented everyone on the ship but her is. Oh, I'm, I have very few talents. I, I can be boisterous and make commands. That so that leaves two people, Quinn and Pollux. What, 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 what actually is a computer? No one's really explained it to me yet. You're the cook. All righty. Do we still need a gunner? We do. I can, I can gun as needed. I can also be captain because I have plus four diplomacy, but I actually have no intimidate. So, how many? I have intimidate. How many gunner positions are there? Um, as many as you want. You can only fire a gun once. So right now, if you look at it, you have a forward gun, you have a port gun, you have a starboard gun, and you have a turret gun. So you actually have four guns. Now, every round, you can change your roles. So, for example, if you feel that you don't need an engineer this round, the engineer can go be a gunner, and then you can change the next round. And, like, everyone could take a turn at the captain. Like, you can all do that sort of stuff. Everyone can kind of move around. But in the beginning, you should sort of define who's best at what roles. I can do all the roles very well, except captain. So, wherever I'm needed. All right. Uh, I cannot say that. Nor can I by a long shot. That's because you're not Yusokai. Whoever is the best gunner should be manning the turret. The turret is, is the best gun. Of all those guns, I mean, I can be, I can switch between piloting and gunning as needed. Um, I'm a Dex plus four, and you know, piloting one rank. So like you, yeah, you and and, and uh, now Nala can can like do that. Like you can like rotate back and forth and whatnot. But like that turret always got to be going, and uh, you know, the, the the whole piloting thing is you'll see it's tr- it's tricky. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff. A, yeah. Uh, I, I can press the button to fire the gun. But, yeah, yeah, but get in there, get in there, old man. That, that's fine. I, I will only have like what you call a plus two, though. Nice shot, kid. Don't get cocky. All right, Pollux is in command. Lord help us all. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Don't let the power get to his head. Um, is there anything you wish to purchase before you leave the station? Uh, ammo for my uh, sniper gun. Um, you only have 35 credits. That's probably enough. That's probably enough. I don't know. Look it up. 25 bullets is probably pretty cheap. Do we need to worry about purchasing food for our our trip or not? No, no. That's all taken care of. The ship actually has all your amenities, so you don't need to worry about that. Uh, While you're doing that, I'm going to buy two more healing potions just because they might be useful. They are called Healing Serum Mark One. I, 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 people keep telling me that. I don't understand that. I drink them and I get healed. Sniper rounds are seventy-five credits. You can't afford it. Don't. I, I, I would like to pipe this through to the whole crew. Just as a captain, I would like to make an announcement. Um, we would like to rechristen the ship the Pegasus Light of the Sword. That is all. Ugh. Well. Do we have to climb outside and paint that? That's what confuses me. Y'all talk a lot. So with that, two healing serums for Quinn. Anyone else? Going once. Going twice. Nah. Excellent. So, you guys settle into your roles. You get ready. You bring your board games. You have Parcheesi and Clue. Or Space Clue and Space Parcheesi. As it is going to be a 13-day journey. 
to Did someone the... say cheesy? Oh, yes. so, settlers of Catan. Yeah, settlers of Catan. Yes, and cheesy. Clutter collector. I like that name. And as soon as you enter the drift, you immediately get contacted by a freighter, Mr. Captain. It appears the freighter is called the Promise of the Future. Uh, computers, can you, engineer, can you scan that? See what's going on? And then I opened a channel. Uh, that's science officer, actually. Science yeah. officer. Nala, science officer. Nala. Fine. <laughs> run, a, run a routine <laughs> scan. Pegasus, pain of the ass, doing the scans. Light of the sword. <laughs> you get a plus two. Because uh, it actually has advanced scanning. So, so it's you... a plus eight total then, because I'm a plus six on computers. And don't forget, you could also get plus one on any two checks per round uh, for the extra. Not in combat, I'll go. Not in combat, so yeah. Well, you can use it, so you can actually get a plus nine. 17. 17. Very good. Um, you scan it, and sure enough, this is a Starfinder Society ship. And this is a friend, and they just seem to be traveling in the same direction as you. And they just wanted to say hi. And sure enough, they open up, and they say, Hello, fellow Starfinders! What are you doing today? Where are you off to? They seem quite chatty. Ah, well, hello, hail, and well met. We are on a mission from the Starfinder Society. Oh, so are we. We call ourselves the Manta Corps. We are often sent on missions of importance in underwater locales, as we are all colos. Ooh, do we know anything about that? They are basically a under... They're like a species that live and survive uh, underwater. Is their ship, like, filled with water? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like... Uh, uh, like yeah. Voyager, yeah, like, <laughs> no, like, 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 like Enterprise, like Enterprise, like, 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 yeah, 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 the, like the aquatic species. I just sent you some pictures of what they look like. The aquatic zindi. Yeah, you see that they actually, even their, their spacesuits are literally filled with water. I love it. That's very good. Oh, I just got Manticore. Oh, that's very clever, young man. What, what is the name of your group? Oh, God. <laughs> we are the Chisaw Gang. No, the she saw gang. That that is quite interesting. Are you Yusoki? No, we're a, a mixed packed world group. Oh, I would think being the cheese saw gang that you would be Yusoki and you're really into cheese. That's racist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hate speech. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I meant all forms of milk byproducts. We water people don't really get to eat that sort of food very often. Perhaps we can meet and have a little feast and trade stories of adventure. We are rather busy and we must continue our mission. So we, we, we bid you a farewell. If you do not need assistance at this time, we will take our uh, leave. Oh, oh. Okay, okay. We understand. They seem a little upset. They were just trying to be friendly, and obviously this space travel is boring in the drift. But he says, well, if you ever see us in one of the functions, don't forget the Manta Corps. We specialize in what you don't want to do. Can I kill the feed, the communication feed from engineering? Sure. <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to use engineering and just kill the feet because I'm thank tired of hearing you. that. Yeah, thank that, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and I personally thank you for, for doing that. Uh, I, I can't deal with these guys. Aw. Okay, so with that, the Manta Corp goes on their way, and the Cheese Saw Gang, I mean Cheese Saw Gang, goes on their way. Why do we call that? Who's yeah, what? Uh, it's, very have... obscure. it's very obscure lore. Cheese Saw we... Gang is... Uh, yeah. is good. It's very obscure. Yeah, can we uh, not? Can we change it? Anytime we get hailed yeah. again, I get to name the group. You you actually would appreciate the Cheesaw Gang. Nah. Uh, clearly not if he's complaining about it. It's from a 1970s kung fu movie. Come on now. Oh, great. Kid with the golden yeah, arm. we're in space. Yes, Kid thank you. Golden... Makes a lot of sense. I know. It's All I can think of on the spot is the first level captain. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm flying by the seat of my pants here. Yes, your pants are in charge. It's mutiny time. So you have 13 days. Is there anything you wish to do during this time? Do any checks or culture or history or whatever you want? Is there anything at all you wish to do during this time? If we have any, I don't know, did he give us any kind of paperwork on the ship or the area of space we're going to be in, that sort of stuff? Like, what are these pods? We didn't get any of that, remember? That was my first question. Yeah. Oh well, this is. I'm just gave you. This is actually this. This is the um, same ship that I used for um, what's it, the Sunrise Maiden. So I just used the ship for everything. This ship's not this big. This is the Sunrise Maiden is much nicer than this. Um, the, this ship actually is a lot more uh, utilitarian. It only has like crew quarters. It actually does have cargo hold, a tech workshop, escape pods, and a science lab. It's very science oriented. So it's actually a pretty good ship for that. Willet, do you want to hang out by the escape pods now, or...? <laughs> I'm going to be a little busy inspecting your all's weapons. I'm quite sure that Nanyusohi cannot properly maintain them. <laughs> Agreed. I authorize this. Do you let the Yusoki inspect your sword? Of course. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm keeping my kit to myself. But that said, I am going to spend the time getting to know the crew and earning my keep around the ship, because I'm feeling a little useless. I take a nap. I do morale officer stuff. Maintain the holodeck. Is it morale officer just another name for the cook? Exactly. So, sure enough, while you're in drift space, you don't really get any information sent to you, even though Ziggy said it would. So, yeah, those exo-guardians. Ziggy really likes its music, and uh, it sometimes gets distracted by, uh, you know, work and things. However, if any of you want to give me a society check, sorry, a culture check, I could tell you a little bit about the history of what you're going to be exploring. Oh, I might know some of that. Hold on. Yeah, you probably do, right? Oh, sir. One sec. I think I know a little something. 19. Quite good. That's a lot. You know that a Vesk named Sangoro founded the Exo-Guardians, which is an especially unusual fact given the long hostilities between the Vescarium and the Pack Worlds. Many Starfinders initially did not trust him, even after he provided the society with a huge fortress on a remote planet to operate out of. Sengoro later dedicated himself and his followers to protecting the society from external threats, forming the Exo-Guardians faction, which is now in the Starfinder Society. The fortress 
Sangoro bequeathed to the Starfinder Society was the only structure on the planet. It's a massive edifice left by some forgotten race with extensive underground tunnels and storage vats. The ExoGuardians kept a large stockpile of equipment within the bulkwark, letting field agents on missions in the vast access necessary items without having to travel all the way back to Absalon Station. Because of the importance of these resources, the exact coordinates of Sangoro's bulkwark were kept from most Starfinders, and ships traveled to the locations only by using encrypted flight plans. Shortly after the Scoured Stars incident led to the disappearance of most Starfinder Society field agents and leadership, an unknown force overwhelmed Sangoro's bulkwark, and until now there have been no survivors or distress calls. With this attack, the Starfinder Society's data archives lost all information on the exact locations of Sangaro's bulwark. With even nominated first seeker Lawazi befreed of such knowledge, only the Society's digital consciousness guidance might know the location, but has ignored all requests to provide the data. So basically, the bulwark was a fortress deep in the vast that was used as a central base of operations so people didn't have to go all the way back to Absalon Station. It's also the headquarters of the ExoGuardians, but because it was so well utilized, all flight paths and all information to it were encrypted. And after the Scoured Stars incident, everyone who knew where it was died. So the only thing that knows where it exists now is Guidance, and Guidance isn't telling anyone where it is. So this is the first lead you have of finding the home world of the ExoGuardians. And in fact, when you visited Ziggy, they were setting up temporary headquarters in basically a storage locker because they don't have a headquarters right now. Yeah, we need to get this. I'm all in favor of this. This is big. Sounds great. Can I make a roll on... Um maybe what pirates may be operating in the area i get a little bit of a bonus for that because i was a pirate once wait wait what yes yes you may what you're you're sleeping man. <laughs> well i mean <laughs> you can minus five on that but too bad i don't know yeah you get a nine you're like there be pirates can you elaborate no. sometimes there's pirates here in the universe sometimes there are pirates they show up and sometimes they don't. Sometime in 1710, there were pirates. So, with that, you know that this is you know very important. And as a larger piece of Starfinder lore, since we're kind of in the very beginning of Starfinder society, the coolest thing about this is, you know, eventually, like maybe you know, like say a year from now, you might actually find the bulk wark, or maybe even now, you know, and then they'll actually change the. The game, you know, the the adventures will change over time based on these these you know like little adventures you go on, which is really cool. Yeah, we need to find this. I want that base. I'm all for it. That Exo Guardians is my group. Got that right. Yes. After 13 days of travel, you get to the area. Learn the harmonica. Yes, you learn the harmonica, and you get to find where the signal was coming from. Lock onto that signal and let's scan it. I'll be in this escape pod over here. Sarah, step away from the pod. <laughs> so, 
you close on the location of the Struggle Scholar's Distress Pekin. However, you do seem to also detect a large field of asteroids surrounding the source of the signal. What do you do? Hmm. All right. Pilot, can we navigate that asteroid field? What do our scanners say? I'm going to start with a scan of the ship. Scan of... 22? You mean the um, asteroids, right? Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess the asteroids first and then the ship. That's not... That's, that's, that's ship, your ship. Right? That's your ship. Oh, that's okay, sorry. <laughs> I, thought you, I saw the ship. I thought it was the, uh, I thought it was the actual ship. That's you. <laughs> we were all spaced. We're all in space. All right, then, then I scan the asteroid. You discover that these asteroids hold molten stone, and they appear to be extremely volatile. In fact, if you targeted one and blew it up, it would actually do massive damage to that square as well as all the squares surrounding the asteroid. They are incredibly unstable. And if you can also do a mysticism or physical science check, Nala, I can tell you a little bit more. Um, Nala is not much for fancy book learning. Um, so she does not have either of those. Skills. I have that. I could do, I mean, I could just, I could do an untrained, but I mean. No, you can't. No, nope, I, I have, I have, what do you want? Mysticism? I have mysticism that. Mysticism or physical science. Nala can call up to the captain and sheepishly tell him that uh, you, you, uh, you failed at your job. Basically, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I know a lot of the mysticisms. Yeah, wow, Whoa. 27. Pollux knows that this are chunks of obsidian that were likely native to the elemental plane of air, and they were ripped into this part of space because of the drift travel and the drift engines, which will every time you use a drift engine. It does rip a small part of the universe and across dimensions and time into our universe. And this was ripped from the elemental plane of Earth and is now here. Earth or air? Earth. Sorry. Elemental plane of Earth. Earth. If I said air, I meant Earth. Okay. Uh, not, not, not to be difficult, but can we just fly around this? The signal's in the middle of that field. Oh, all right. Suddenly... A large a ship with three bright thrusters, which are remnant of energy blades of a plasma doshu, is on the other side of the asteroid field. They hail you. I begin taking aim. The hails you, and you hear summit. Universal translator. <laughs> Any of you speak Vesk? Uh, yes, uh, I do speak Vesk. You do? Who's that, Jess? No, that that is that is our arms dealer. The Vesk buy a lot of weapons, so of course they know how to speak their language. Will it? You can you understand what uh, he's how, saying? How how much of a criminal is Will? Uh, never, enough never. that you don't need to worry about it. I am not worrying about anything. It's a greeting, and it says, "Greeting, fellow travelers. Welcome to." The asteroid field. It looks like you and I are both here for the prize. So I, I tell Pollux through the comms. He says greetings and the, 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 that we're both here for the prize. 
Mm, thank you. Uh, tell him this. We are here on official Starfinder business, and this is the property of Starfinder Society. You shall back off, sir. Do we really want to identify our mission? To oh, lawful good. You can you can see so you ask um, Will it to translate that in Yasoki? Yes. Uh, sorry, in Vesk, or do you wish yes. that you say it in common? No, I, I wish to translate in Vesk. Okay. Can we get a scan on their ship real quick? Yeah, scan the ship too. By the way, yes. Yeah, I want to know what kind of armament they're carrying, if we can. Um, sure, you can do that. In the meantime, I'll tell you that in a second. Oh it's yeah, twenty-nine. Natural twenty. Damn. Nice. All right, I'll tell you a little bit in a second. Um, you say that to Tim, and he says back to you, "Oh, I regret to inform you that I cannot allow you to proceed with your salvaging mission as." This is open space, and although you are Starfinders, I do respect you. However, let us battle over the beacon in ritual combat. The winner can investigate the beacon. The loser goes home. Mm. He's an idiot. Permission to open fire, sir. Are, are we, are, is this ship within range, far. or are they far away? Well, they're, they're, far. They're, they're far. Um, okay, translate this. Uh, by battle, do you mean personal combat? No, no. We will battle in space with the following rules. You may not intentionally target life support systems. Combatants will abstain from targeting the rear arc, as warriors must always face the enemy head-on. Combat is over once a starship is crippled, or you surrender at any point. I don't translate any of that. He says, bring it on, Smoothskin. <laughs> well, well. All right. All right. Combat. That, to that, I agree. Have at thee. Once more, into the breach. I don't translate that either. <laughs> okay. Feel free to feel free to um, cool it up a little, you know. All right. I don't see their ship, so I'm. Oh yeah. It's way, 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 way down. You gotta zoom out. I feel like we should use um, these asteroids as. Okay, you know. Let's see. It is a medium transport, speed eight, turn two, seventy hole points. 14 armor and TL, 40 shields, two linked laser cannons. It has as a turret weapon, it has gyro lasers in the aft, and it has a flak thrower in the front. And let's see, Mark III armor, Mark one mono computer, crew quarters, Mark III defenses, and it has six crew member as well. I think we should let the asteroids do the fighting for us. We'll stay on the edge, and they get close enough, we start blowing them up and popping them. That sounds awesome. Exactly what I was thinking. Environmental weapons. Uh, if worse comes to worst, my tactical advice, we should definitely use this maneuverability to our advantage. You all wanted less guns, so you better put the guns we have behind them. Copy Amen that. to that. When, that. When do I press this fire button? The one I'm standing in front of. I'll, I'll tell you, sir. Just just uh, be ready. Oh, thank you. 
Just just have a Werther's and, and chill out. Okay, so this is how it works. Um, some of you have done this before, so you know, but I'll give you a quick refresher. Combat goes pretty fast. It seems a little crazy at first, but after two or three rounds, you're going to get the hang of it. There are three phases. Engineering, helm, gunnery. The captain can go any time they want. Engineering's first. Then we do a roll-off. Piloting checks, and whoever rolls lower goes first. It's actually more advantageous to go second, usually. And that's the helm phase. The captain, the pilot, and the science en engineer actually always go during the helm phase. And then finally, the gunnery goes at the gunner phase. So it's always engineering, helm, gunner. The most important thing is this is all simultaneous. So, in theory, <laughs> if I shoot and blow you up, and then you shoot and blow me up, you both blow up at the same time. Everything's uh, considered as simultaneous. Now, if you lose all of your hull points, you don't die. You need to lose double your hull points to blow up. You're just disabled. Also, FYI, you are Starfinders, and I'm going to tell you right now, um, you probably shouldn't be killing people from the Vescarium because <laughs> they actually are uh, your allies. So, and these aren't, this actually was not a, um, they're, your scans, they're a registered salvage ship and they are like not pirates or anything. They're literally salvage vessel from the Vescarium. They're members of, they're members of the Pact World, yes, which I respect, yes. but um, yes, we're not going to fight to the death, but like he wants yeah. to fight for the salvage. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just telling you like, do whatever you want, but like, there's things called infamy points, and um, you can get kicked out of Starfighter Society if you push it too far. I am warning you guys. With that, we that will, will never happen to me. Are you kidding me? Come on. No, that won't happen to you. Might happen to uh, Will it though? Um. So first up, roll for combat. Lol. Who is going to do what? That's the first thing we always do. Is does anyone going to change their roles? Lucan will pilot. Jess will gun. I will gun. Well, it will be in the engineering bay. Nala stays a science officer, glumly. Actually, we could probably use a second gunner, Nala. We have two gunners. So Pollux is still captain, right? Court. We don't need sciencing just yet, or maybe even engineering, unless you're going to boost some guns. Well, we can still target the. We can still target weapon. Just, yeah, like, like science and engineering systems come into yeah. play every round. They do and. We're pretty like far got, away right now. Like the least important role often seems like captain. Now, Nala, young lady, I know it's all very exciting to shoot off the weapons, but science is very important for your education as you get older. God, this whole man's annoying. You should listen to the old wrinkled one. He's quite right. <laughs> Nala, Nala just kind of thinks about responding and then just kind of nods her head and just <laughs> goes back to the computer. <laughs> So, yeah, engineering is up first. Where Where is the beacon on this map? Do we see it? No, it's totally... It's somewhere deep it's within this asteroid field. Yeah, below. Okay. yeah it, it's going to require at least like an hour or two of you finding it. So, you, right now, you i got to chase off this ship. So, um, does engineering wish to do anything? Well, what kind of range is our coil gun? It says long range. Uh, what that means is it's 20, and then every... 20 after that, it's minus 2. But keep in mind that you can't fire now. All the engineering can do you can either divert power to shields, engines, science, or weapons. 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'd like to divert power to the weapons because I don't think they can land a hit on us yet. Okay. So that would be a DC of 13 for your engineering check. Natural one. Natural one for 11. 11. So now do you get a plus for that? Let's see. We can use the computer, right? Only you have to say beforehand. You can't do it after. I see. There's two. You can use a computer. That will give you a plus one on any check. You can only use that two times per round. Plus, the the captain can also encourage you and give you a plus two to any checks per round. However, this all must be done before you do your roll, not after. So you might want to ask the captain before you roll. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so good at encouraging. Like that's a diplomacy roll. That is. Or you can use the same skill as a plus. It's just a DC 10 if you have the skill. So, like, if you have engineering... Well, I, I, I have Intimidate. Okay, well, I guess we're going to find out. Saying. Okay, well, then you stink at that. Next comes the pilot roll. So, all we do is roll, and um, I will roll first. All right. Whoa, I got a lot. Uh, you won, so I go first, and then you go second. Yep. As we found out at PaizoCon, the one time it benefits to go first, if you have, like, a ship that has close range, almost the equivalent of melee attacks, because then you get in close and you do your you do your attacks going first. Yeah, but it's not taking effect until the end of the round regardless, right? Right. True, but usually the advantage when you're doing like positioning on quadrants and where to fire the weapons, you kind of tend to get more benefit going second, except except for close range combat. Yeah, this is for positioning. We can, you know, get really close in. Okay, they're done moving, and they have moved into the asteroid belt a fair amount. You guys are up. All right. Let's fly. We have a 10 movement. Is that right? Yes. And to turn, you always have to move one hex before you make a turn, unless you're doing something special. So you can basically move one turn, move one turn, move one turn. Yeah, he's probably not turning this turn. No, you're not. What's, um, what does evasive maneuvers give me here? That will give you a plus two to your AC and TL. And I can perform that maneuver and fly at the full movement of our ship? That is correct. Let's um, let's do that. Let's do some nifty flying. So I will engage. Make a piloting check first to do that, correct? Yeah, you just roll. It's just a yeah. It's just your piloting check. Make it so. So DC eighteen. You rolled a ten. So wow. not very. The plus eleven and uh, rolls a one. Wow. A plus a plus That's... nine. Right. Oh, you gave me... You well, you also get another plus on your piloting. The ship itself gives you a plus one on piloting, I so see. you're always going to get another plus one. So you got an 11. You needed an 18. So you failed. So, right. That's and fine. because you failed by more than five, you now have a negative two to your AC and TL. Good job. Ooh, good, good. Better have uh, you, you, you get a telepathic thing in your head. Wait, where's our backup pilot? Nala! Nala! You're like, no problem. I got this. You hear like crunching sounds and like sparks flying. And She's, now <laughs> she stepped on the brakes. He stepped on the, the brakes. I have the parking brake on. Hold, sorry guys. Uh, we we do have escape pods, right? I'm just checking. Yes, you do. Move the ship. So that is eight, and you you can move ten. I also turned. Turn does not count. So that's nine. Oh, and then if you turn again, yeah, you can. 
you have to move, then turn, move, then turn. So you'd have to move one more, I think, if you're going to turn, turn there. Or I think you can just turn. Oh, that's yeah. 11 there. That's fine. Okay, so with that, now we have the gunnery phase. Now I have to go first since I lost. They are going to shoot. Let's see how far away you are. 11. So you are 11 away. So the first thing that happens is you see the turrets shoot at you. Shoot the glass. 15 plus 6. 21 hits your now defeated armor class of 11 because someone blew things up. Good job, Lucan. Uh, it would have hit anyway, even if I did great. I know. I'm just giving you garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. 2d4 does two points of damage. Nice. That's and really then the second laser, because they are linked lasers, right. <laughs> hits you for nine points of damage. So you have one point left on your forward shield. You have ten on your port, ten on your starboard, ten on your aft. You had ten on your forward. Uh, you are now down to one point. Engineering... All hands. Abandoned ship. Whoa. No, I'm joking. Next up is... Oh, wait a second. We get to shoot, too. No, actually, I made a mistake. You do get to shoot, but they did the the divert uh, item. Those ones are actually twos, so you actually take uh, full damage. Your forward shields are gone. I forgot about that. And you actually have one point of hull damage. Sorry. Right. Hmm. If there's any way to blow up asteroids near them, that should be the plan. I it say. is the plan, but it's yeah. only a one hex radius. That's already the oh, plan. They, true. Have, to be, they right. have to be adjacent. Believe me, I've got my eye on it. All right. Yeah, we got to make sure we don't get adjacent. Uh-huh. Let's fly right adjacent to three of them. I know. I, I, see, a three, I see a cluster of three. I'd love to get near. Why don't you taunt them? No. Actually, I well, will. We shoot first, or you, Captain goes first? Captain goes when he wants. Yep, so it's That's up to you I'm guys. Asking. You guys are now gunning, so you have your, let's see, your coil gun, um, which is long range. Yeah, they actually barely hit you because there was a minus four to that roll, but it was such mm. a good roll, it still hit mm. you. So. Um, yeah. whoever's, whoever's in the belly gun, shoot it with the plus one from the computer. And maybe the captain needs to, you know. Be a I can encourage. do nothing. I can do nothing. I cannot encourage. I can demoralize you can, the enemy. You can encourage if you. Want. I will encourage. You have if yes. you're piloting, you could actually encourage because piloting works for that. So. I don't. I don't. I don't have such things. Oh my god. Okay. Well, 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 what? How? How did you seize command? Exactly? Get out of the chair. <laughs> oh, good. You are the you are you are a terrible captain. Okay, coil gun is long because, range because I am following the oh, proper God. religion and I am lawful good I, and I am intimidate. Yeah, you're gonna die. Uh, short laser cannon is also forward, so those are the two you can use. Um, uh, right. The short laser would have a minus four to it. The coil gun has no minus whatsoever. Is there any gun that's not manned? Because that's yeah, a- there's actually a port gun and a starboard, but it's too late. You, you have to announce it in the beginning. So I understand. Right. I mean, I may want to actually gun. Wait a second. For... GM, what, which, uh, which turret was I in? Uh, you're, you're the main turret. Whatever you want. Uh, you, you guys can decide now. It doesn't really matter. Is it possible to hold an action? No. There's no such thing. 
as soon as this is done, we start well, over. It's very the, fast. The answer is there is such a thing in Starfinder. There's not in Starship Combat. That's the answer. Yes. Because I was because I was wondering it would make a lot of tactical sense to reaction fire on one of the asteroids when they pass near it. No yeah. such thing. Yeah, you can't do that. Huh. Yeah, it's all uh, like in seconds and fluid, and so uh, um, yeah. All right, so I would say, Chris, why don't you threaten the person who's the gunner on the main missile turret, and then I'll shoot the other gun. Yeah, I can use my intimidate. I will do that right now. Right. The taunt. Okay. I'll talk. Bluff or intimidate a DC of eighteen for you to do that. All right, I have this. I'm waiting for the one in which we immediately throw him out of the chair. I say. We will kill it. We probably shouldn't be engaging it head on since it outguns us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. We are we have... not getting it head on. I'm going to do lovely circles around this whole field. I say, how dare you fire upon us? We're on a mission of mercy. You will be revoked of your status and brought before a tribunal. You tell him. You had some good Shatner pauses there. That was not bad. You will be brought before a tribunal. Well, believe it or not, in 18, you managed to taunt them. Now, do you do it in common or Vesk? Oh, you have to do it in common, so... Now I can have my translator. It's working full-time. He can make it a visual. Just flip them off. I, I okay. have a permanent stutter, so I don't know how intimidating I am. <laughs> I have my translator. It actually worked fine. You you did you successfully intimidate them and the best yes. they actually go back to you and they say to you in common, you sir have no honor. What? How dare you? I live for honor. That's all <laughs> I live for. In channel. Guilty. That's they're fighting to the death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who is someone gonna fire? Okay, uh, Becky, you're on the big gun, right? That's I think right. I'm just on the. Yeah, I think I'm the other one. So, do you want to shoot first or back cleanup? I'll back cleanup. All right, I am going to attack. I only. Both have of you get a plus one from that computer. Take the plus one. I will have a plus three then to this d20, which brings it to a whopping ten. You don't add your dex. I did. Add you my... add your dex. Dex might be a minus two. You add your dex. No, my dex is two. I don't have. Do not have any ranks in piloting. What I have is plus four in diplomacy. So now that Mr. Intimidate is done, there's going to be a new regime. Very, very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get up here. All right. That misses. Who's next? That'd be me. Okay. Here's... We all wait with bated breath. Here's where I got to work out how to do this. Open up the core dice. Oh, yeah. Core dice. Just roll d d20. We'll do the math. You don't have to put in the pluses. Okay. 11 right. plus one for 12 plus plus my basic attack bonus right what are you a yeah. soldier so that's one so that's you're up to 13 dex bonus is two so 15 and you were using the computer lo, the and the coil and the long range gun that's right it. that's right you hit barely yeah you nice. to hit. that's a good hit that that we with that gun, we do. That will be you hit the forward shields. The red dot, by the way, is the facing forward, and roll four d four for damage. And they're intimidated. Those are d sixes. Those are d sixes. Sorry about that. They were good rolls, though. I think you actually just took the Ukraine. We'll take that. Pop your phone. Oh wow! Pretty good rolls. <laughs> four, okay. Four, That's four, ridiculous. three. That's wow. outstanding. 
Max damage, almost. That's one point off a max. 15 points of damage. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, so yeah, that actually seemed to hit some paint uh, from this distance. So, good job. Becky, I actually find that none of the rest of us can roll well, ever. <laughs> yeah, that that is the best roll I've ever seen in my lifetime, actually. For 44? Yeah. All right. That was pretty impressive. We are done. Engineering is up. This first, does anyone wish to change their roles? Yes, I think so. Um, I'm like, old Pollux. man. <laughs> Pollux, go back to your room. <laughs> old man, uh, you might you might be better uh, suited to deal with uh, this. Mr. Pollux, and... what you're trying to say is you're going to come over here and press this button next to me. That's fine. Just yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go take care I want to take take care of your station because you're clearly not doing a good it, job. It's it's the big red button. Don't press any of the other buttons. I don't want you to mess up this 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 whole system here. Understood, sir. And I relieve my station. I do go to uh to the big red button. All right, I go sit down in the chair and I say, "Well, now, you know, I think we should actually make for a very a much nicer crew right now. But in the meantime, um um you, the person who robs people, the one piloting. I can't remember your name, young man. Uh do you think you need a little encouragement this round?" Uh, I could always use a little encouragement. All right, then. Well, you know what? Then I want you to know that you're actually not nearly as bad a person as other people say you are. You should actually feel very encouraged by your choices in life, or at any rate, the ones that you almost made. I feel... Diplomacy of 12, I I will be encouraging the pilot. Uh, Encourage is using diplomacy. You have a plus 12 to just... Diplomacy? No, I only have a plus four, but it's higher than anyone else's. So. Uh, well, you need a 15 to encourage, so you fail to encourage him. Cool. I am done for the round. I had to go first just because Pilot uh, was the one I was encouraging. Perhaps I perhaps I should sit back too late. seat. Too late. Too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> perhaps that seat was vacated too early. Um. So up is Engineer. Does Engineer wish to do anything? Shields, engines, science, uh, weapons, you can also um, hold together or patch. You can't patch. Nothing's blown up, and there's nothing to Um, hold together. Science, I'd like to rebalance the shields. Oh, but you go. Sorry, science goes next. uh, Engineer goes now. Oh, sorry. Okay. And engineering is definitely boosting power to the shields. So I did the math. We've got a PCU of 150, and 5% of that is 7.5. So... It's a, yeah, so it's always run down. So it's seven. So you can put seven into the forward shields, which I probably recommend you. You can do it anywhere you want, but you have zero in the forward shields. Do you no, put seven uh, forward, forward We're definitely shields. doing that. There you go. Okay, seven has been re-diverted into the forward shields. Very good job. Who, uh, so now we're up to helm phase, and I will also. Wait, so does science go now, or does science go in a different phase? Science Sorry. goes now, but first we do the pilot check to see who oh, goes okay. first and who goes second. That's all. I rolled a terrible. Uh, wow! I, uh, <laughs> I rolled worse. You? Uh, no, actually, I rolled. I'm gonna double check. What's I get your a, roll? I get a. I get a, a two plus. I have a nine, so it's eleven plus the ship is twelve, right? Total. No, it's actually yeah, yeah. So, so what? Do you, what? You want eleven plus plus what? Plus ten? So you have a twenty-one? No, 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 no. I rolled it. I rolled a two. Right. I have a skill of nine. Oh, right. And uh, the ship gives me a natural plus, plus one, one, I believe. Right. So you have a 12. 
and I rolled a six, and I get a plus five, which gives me an eleven. And does the ship have a plus one? I want to say no. You you win. I go first. It's up to Hamilton. Oh wait, wrong thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, all right, they go Alexander first. Alexander Hamilton. Alexander. You may go. They have moved through the asteroid belt and they're only five away from you and okay. facing you. I will try my and also science can go too this turn as well. Well, um, I'm actually going to change my answer. I was going to balance the shields, but since we got most of them back, I'm actually going to target. I'm going to do the very Star Trek target their weapons. Okay, excellent. I like. I approve that. Even though I'm like not the captain anymore. Just press the button. You don't need to comment. Thirteen. To target the weapons, you actually needed a 18. Sorry, DC 8. Oh, it's really easy. Oh, my God. So you easily target the weapons. Okay. Uh, cool. I will do, I'll try the evasive maneuvers thing before I fly. There you go. 23. <laughs> so this time you're, so you get a plus two to your AC and TL. Okay. So I'm going to go turn in place. It costs nothing. So I can rotate and head this way. No, turn in place means you don't move. Oh, I see. I can't. I have to move, then turn, right? You have to move. Yep, you have to move one and then turn. Yeah, I mean, the theory is that we're constantly moving. It's a constant flow. And One, turn facing. Two, three, turn facing. Four, five, and turn five. Then I'm going to do six. Turn facing, seven. Turn facing, eight. Uh, turn facing. So I want to face like so. The arc is like this from you know from this square. Well, you can you can move the you can move. You are you facing down? Like no, that? no, I'm facing this way. I don't know what this way is. That's my end, ending face. Oh, okay. And I've only moved eight, so, but I want to keep right. uh, away. All right. You, can, you don't have to move your full amount, so... Yeah, and this is... He's still in my forward arc, right? He is... Still in the forward arc, that is correct. And maybe... Do we have starboard arc? Uh, that would no. be port arc. Yeah, no, port you arc. don't. Port if arc. you went down one more, you would. Not doing that. Yeah, well, there you go. Nope. Then you're not. Well, you'd, you'd rotate one more, and the port would port batteries. It's the left side. You got that. No, you're... Our, our 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 front is facing northeast. Our front is facing northwest, southeast. Okay. Yep. I got that. I do see that. Yeah. Our front, uh, because we're so far away from each other, our front arcs actually are facing each other. Okay. So it's like we're barely, barely, right on the edge of. We're both on the edge because we're kind of facing each other. All right, gunners, go first. And I go first since I'm going. And he's still um, intimidated or frazzled. What's his deal? Yeah. Yeah, he's intimidated and frazzled. So he gets a um, minus two to all checks for a certain number of rounds. Uh, For three rounds, I think. Maybe. 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 I think I intimidated him too, no? You did. Yes, you did. That's an effective captain right there. Thank you. I am loving this. We already have a plaque on the wall, you know, Captain Pollux, 
for one round. Get you a, a mug, world's greatest captain. Well, ex-captain. We will world's remember you. Ex-captain. It's a, it's a the captain position is transitory until I get my own ship in the name of Iomede, a church ship, which I shall yeah. have someday. For the emperor. 16. It will hit you. Well, your AC is Yeah, 15. So it hits you barely. But Damn it! it. You. <laughs> barely. Barely. Once again, the two lasers, they're actually, oh, it's actually nasty. It's a linked laser. That's Isn't he minus two. two because he's all upset about everything? Yes, he's minus two. He's actually also minus four. He's actually minus six. And he still hit us? I rolled a 17. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I rolled a 17 plus his gunner minus six plus any of his computers. So he uh, barely hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Nine points of damage to, again, your forward shield. So your shields are gone, and now you have three points of hull damage. And they're done. You're up. Blow them out of the sky. Wherever's firing. Pollux, make up for your lack of diplomacy with bullets. Uh, I'll fire. I will Which fire. one are you firing? Which one are you firing? I- I'm guessing I'm getting like one of the lesser ones, like the port weapon. You'd have to be the forward la- light laser. Oh, the forward laser? Did Lucan just jump ship? No, that's that's a, <laughs> that's a marker of where we are. <laughs> yeah, this is L- a marker. L- Lucan, Lucan took an escape pod, and uh, I'm, I'm going to pod him. We got some EVA going on here. With my laser weapon. I'm going to board him. Let's use that plus one from the computer. Always. Yeah. Gunners get the plus ones. Okay. So. All right. So I will go first. Um, what am I using? If you use the light laser, you get a minus four because of the range increment. And then you get a plus one because of the computer. And then it's just your uh, dex plus your pilot um, or BAB. Or your your BAB is zero. So it's your pilot if you have a pilot. If not, then it's Okay, I have no pilot. I have no dex. I have no nothing ever. (laughs) I have have a D20. Oh, God. You're getting a D20 plus one. There you go. Go. Raw to it. D20 plus one minus. minus. Oh, God. I'm watching a slow motion train wreck. Oh, my God. Ah. (laughs) Amazing. 19. And that's a crit because I have a targeted weapons. Oh, that is correct. Correct. It's an automatic crit. That is not fair. That's how I do. Roll a 2d4. 2d4. Okay. So three points of damage on the honor bounds for shields. Crit, it is if he targeted weapons. Is that why or no? Like if he crits, then or or what? I did crit. Can I reroll forty-four? No, hold on, hold on. It doesn't actually do extra damage, but what it does is you now hit their weapons array automatically and make them glitch right away. Excellent says, if that attack deals critical damage, it affects the chosen system. Got it. Right. And you can choose... So you do crit damage, right? You do double. What do you mean? Well, it says, um, if the enemy ship scores a critical hit in a natural roll of 19 or 20, the next attack hits the enemy ship, scores a critical hit on 19 or 20. Target system. Right, but the target system is now glitched. There's a whole other system for it. It's you actually don't do more damage. By the way, and every time you lose twenty percent of your health, you get critted automatically. Uh So there's a lot of crits in this. Like it's your ship will start falling apart very quickly. Well, Pollux is you know 
divine. He has the power of God on his side. So he crits and he does damage and he ruins their weapon systems. Let's go. All right. Sorry, that was actually the power of a quantum computer, not the power of Iomide. I'm going to go ahead and follow that up. Wait, so randomly determined one arc containing weapons. Condition applies to all gunner actions using that arc. So we will randomly, you roll a, oh, let's see, a one, two, three, four, five. Roll a 1d5, Chris, and we'll figure out which weapon systems you hit. Uh, one. one. Oh, okay. So you hit their weapons array forward is glitching. Good. That's, nice. the, one that, that's, that's good. the one that's got us. That's good. That's We like that. That actually counts the turret as all quadrants. So you actually hit their turret and their forward weapon. So that actually is really, really good. <sighs> I am ready. Next to whoever is up firing the coil gun. Bring it home, Becky. Right out. D12. Ah. Nope. Sorry, well, sorry. Well, that hit last time. Yeah. She rolled 11. 11 still got, plus... Off the computer. Bonus, so it should be solid. Yeah. 12. Computer and around boy bonuses come to 15. Plus or, 15. They did last time, at least. Uh, then you hit. So give me damage. Yeah, 44. 44. I, I think I figured out how to do these all at once. You've nice. broken the code. You've hacked nope. the system. No. Nope. Well, if you get... Less than all. Okay, no, 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 no. Do it the previous way where you rolled all fours. <laughs> you, oh, she oh, she actually should... did roll really well. Two, 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 two. I'm very impressed. <sighs> it's good if you're a fan of the lottery. That's that's good enough. You're one of those participation trophies. People Yahtzee! Good job, Yahtzee. That's your new nickname. All right. You know Yahtzee's five, right? I know. It's I could. I, we'll just assume it. Because there's nothing for four. Four of a kind there. You four, four of a kind. Yeah, four yeah, of a kind. Yeah. Put it in chance and move you know, on. But it's not so much well, fun as saying Yahtzee. You can put it in the two slot. I mean, the extra two will bonus. Never mind. <laughs> Community chest. Community chest. Are we Are we playing Yahtzee or Star, Starfinder Combat? I can't tell. We could talk what about Yahtzee this for Yahtzee a few minutes. I think of. the fans just, would love to hear I have it. not heard of this game. We're, we're changing the name of the podcast to Roll for Yahtzee. So eight damage. Uh, yes, you will go through the shields and blow up some of the hole, and they uh, they curse you in Vesk, uh, respectively. Captain, we should call for surrender. Engineering is up. We are definitely continuing to boost these shields. Did you translate how they were cursing us? I want to know what, what's... Mm, okay, you get another seven, I presume, for the for forward shields, since they're the ones that keep getting hit. Okay, engineering, they're going to do something, too. Oops. So bad. All right. <laughs> you should have kept the 2d20. <laughs> no. <laughs> I rolled a four. Uh, plus some stuff. Uh, four plus. Let's see. Nope. Not enough. All right. Next up is. And if you want to do something, Captain. Oh, I, I presume is everyone doing the same roles? Sorry. I uh, like. I like the Captain. New Captain's great. I'm missing my Captain role. And. Uh, but I will. Defer. I'm trying to figure out what you're good for on this ship. Why don't you um, go make a janitor roll? In the words of Office Space, what would you say you do here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he gets he, he gets a one round, once per combat, intimidate. Actually, it's a once per combat, so he's done forever. Well, let's make that clear. This is probably right. going to be the only space combat of Most. this entire adventure. Right. He'll sit well, there. Well, that's per skills. person. 
No, no. I have a meeting. I have a meeting with the Bobs. Right, you are not invited. <laughs> and I have a red swing line stapler on my desk, which they don't make at all. So I have that. Okay. Who, oh, uh, who's I'll captain? Be that. Who's I'll captain? Be, uh, as the captain, I'll be needing that stapler. Uh, Got it. Quinn is uh, is captain. Just gonna have to go ask you to move. All right, Helm. Let's roll off to see what's happening. Here we go. Oh, eighteen. Oh, minus two though. So that's sixteen plus uh, plus five. Wow. Oh, you rolled good. Twenty-one. I beat you. So even with the minuses, well, because I rolled an eighteen, you rolled a seventeen with your bonuses. So you go first, my friend. That's fine. Science also can go this round. I'm gonna go continue with the targeting weapons. That was that was a nice little trick. And engineering seems to be handling the shields for now. So I am going to back up. That is a flying maneuver, I believe. Weapons targeted. Weapons targeted. That is a sixteen. It's a DC eight. So easy to make. I, we actually can't fail that, so. Let's see. What is my With a plus well, eight. No. natural one? But. Well, also you will get minuses like through system failures and stuff. So eventually you could. And and the, the, well, and also we don't know if their ship has any countermeasures. There, there are computer countermeasures that make the D, the DC a little more difficult. But I guess still, that's probably not going. We're at level. Yeah. This is these are level two ships. It does get pretty complex later. Uh, I wanted to fly backwards. Fly backwards. That's a 16 total. And 16 total, and the DC was 13, so you succeed. Great. I move back five. It's like beep, beep, beep. All right. I, I, I wake up from my nap, and I press one of the buttons. Um, is this is this engineering? I can't remember if this is the button. Uh, engineering, do, do you need any help from me? Otherwise, I'll help the gun people. No. Well, you're, you're a new captain, though, right? Help the gun people. Well, I, I, I want to actually get some input from everyone. I don't like just ordering people around. To be honest, sir, with the time frame we're dealing with, I'd prefer being ordered around. Well, I'll see what I can do. Well, well, well. That is interesting. So they move to your port side. Find more shields there. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, you actually can't use your forward uh, gun for that um you're not in you're not in range you can use your port which is the exact same gun so it doesn't matter at all uh you guys go first gunnery and uh, gunners go and captain can go if the captain, captain. uh chess big gunner you want an order i'm gonna order you to do your absolute best whatever you can do would be just wonderful that's sweet crazy on day and that's a 15 so you get plus two to hit that's ah, a, that's except a it was a D12. Wow. Damn it. Yeah, you got nothing. <laughs> okay, 20. You you have two plus two to hit. Good job. Oh, Becky. Oh, uh, uh, so that's... Becky was rolling the coil gun, which I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, misses by a mile with a four. So it's like, ah, uh, Captain, uh, I, 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 I'm shooting may, at the may, asteroids. May, maybe you don't, misunderstood don't what me. I meant no, by no, the don't. best you could do. Not, no, I meant, I meant the me. best. Yeah. Who's going the? Who's next? Anyone else firing? Yeah, I, I will fire. Here we go. Okay, fire. Ten minutes go by. Okay, did you fire? Uh, no, I'm only d20 because I end up. Oh! Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Damn it. That's a 19, but the plus Pollux. one. Oh my god. Pollux has got his shit together. It has to, it has to be natural. It's a hit, though. It's got to be a hit. Though, oh, it's though. a hit. It's a hit. Yeah, it's you not, just don't get, you don't get the crit. You don't get the crit. Okay, yeah, you hit. You actually hit the forward shield, so good yeah. job. Uh, okay, roll damage, 2d4. Wow, mm-hmm. we, we are learning your, your skills. You know what your skills are? Your skills luck. are luck. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. They were a little cocky, and their forward shields are down. You crit their weapons again, so oh. give me a 1d4. I can do that. Oh, God, <laughs> hit it again. Oh, no, baby! He hit the forward weapons. Now they're malfunctioning. Well, that happens after they go, not before, because it's simultaneous. So they still get to roll. So don't get too excited. But they're still at a minus. They're still at a minus two, then another minus two, because they are. They've been doing things over there. But let's see what happens. You don't get to see what I'm doing. All right, now I'm going to roll the actual attack. Oh, that hits. 18. Well, it's an 18. I mean, there's pluses and minuses. Uh, so, because there's no, um, let's see, it's only one range. increment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. So they still hit you with a 18. So that still hits. And that is on your port side for six points of damage. So you still have four shields yeah. left. Yeah. And then they fired their other gun at you. Huh? What other gun? No, there was a... <laughs> Miss. Not <laughs> today. Misses. Yeah, it misses. All right. They, uh, they're not looking so good. Um, you guys are up again. Anyone changing your roles? Uh, no. Nope. Nope. I feel like I should be in command at this point, but... Um, just, just press the button. I've, I've told you this now three times. The sword that seeks the darkness. We shall vanquish our enemy and show them mercy. That's nice. But we have to vanquish. We we must stop them. I'm tired of this nonsense. Alright, so engineering doing anything? There's my piloting roll. Well, well okay, is it... but engineering goes first. I'll keep it. Captain, do you want <laughs> do, do, you, do you want more shield power or more weapon power? More well, weapon power. F it. Their we- their weapons are offline this round. No, they're not offline. They're just malfunctioning. They have a minus five. They, they, they're frontal weapons. Like they have a lot of them. And they're turrets. No, and they're turrets. They're turrets too. Like that. You right, just go right up in front of them and just smash them in the face. If you fly through them, that's an attack of opportunity. By the way. No, but you can fly right up to their nose and just blast. That's true. Uh, and a fly through. Can't we use all three weapons? There's a flyby maneuver we can try no, to do. No, a flyby, it's a special maneuver, and all that happens is you get to attack for free, and they don't get to attack you. You get to you get to use one weapon, any weapon you want, and to target any quadrant you want. That's all that means. Okay. If you're really fast, yeah, but we're not really fast. We're level one. We're really fast. Um, I, I'm happy with the weapons, but, you know. Well, engineering goes first. We will do weapons then. So then engineering doing. What's engineering doing? Weapons. 15. That will do it if you're just boosting. Actually, you are. Yeah, you're boosting the weapons. So that's just diverting. That's just a 13. So you make it. Good job. Now helm phase. And I will roll. 
Oh. What's that? D20, I see. A 20. What'd you get? A 24? That's nice. Yeah, but for how phase, though? Who cares? Well, he got, we move first, that means. Uh, yeah, you're going to move first. All right. Where should we go? It's all on you. Iceman. Don't say that. They announced, actually, Top Gun 2 yesterday. I know. Oh, I God, you I think know. I don't know that. <laughs> and Iceman's on board. Fat Val Kilmer will be back in the saddle. Good. Science can go, too, by the way. I think this time I'm going to take a break from the uh, targeting the weapons. I'm going to balance the shields. Okay. He, they move eight, right? Yeah, they appear to be moving. Those eight, are the right? most perfectly balanced shields you can imagine. Well, what do you want to do? You have I'm ten, going ten, to... four, and seven. How do you want to My understanding is it just spreads it out evenly with any extra going to the forward shields. Do you want to go nose to nose? So ten, ten, four, and seven is 31. So that would be what? Seven... Seven 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 or eight eight well eight 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 seven or would it be seven 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 and then like seven 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 ten? Okay, I think if it's thirty one points total, it's going to be seven 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 ten. I want to try and do a flyby. Okay, okay, you can do a flyby. Did you just do seven 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 ten damage? No sh- shields. I just moved our shields around. Uh, okay, so our port shields weren't so badly. Our port shields weren't low. That's where we'll end up if we do this, right? Or where we'll get shot on. Let's see. Sounds good to me. What's the difficulty for this? 18. 18. Hey, uh, Captain, you want to give me a little little word of happiness? All right. Yep. No problem. I think that you're going to do a fine job of this. I think that, honestly, the decisions you made that led you to this evil life shouldn't interfere with you piloting the ship. I Okay. 22, so you get plus two to your check. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's some overkill. Twenty-six. 28. Yeah, twenty-eight. So, so during the gunnery phase, you can select one arc of your starship weapons to fire at the enemy vessel, as if they were one away against any quadrant. And that's okay. That's what you get to do. So, the flyby action happens regardless, right? Yeah, you flew by, and basically, you managed to not. They don't have to. They can't get an attack of opportunity on you. Um, and you get a free attack on them in the gunnery phase. So that's all that happens. A free extra attack? Yes. Oh, oh, Becky. Yeah, yeah it's a free extra attack. I gave you a Christmas present. It oh, might be uh, Pollux. Hello? No, no, it'll never be Pollux. Oh. <laughs> Paul slice to press, press the trigger and see he's, he's never missed, ever. I gave you a, a baby's toy to press the button on. It squeaks whenever you engage. I will press that to No, that's just me. I'm excited. It actually is heat-seeking, Chris. It's impossible to miss. I can look at that. Oh, I didn't look good. That looks great. Okie dokie. Flip and burn. They, uh... Although it's not honorable to fight, attack you in the rear, you have no honor. I'm Therefore, full of honor. gunnery phase. You go first. Becky, twice. I fire a warning shot into his bulbous ass. Yeah, why not? And actually, if he's going to be doing that and being dishonorable, we should just kill him. Wait, 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 wait. First is the flyby shot, which we will be pick the arc. Yeah, that's correct. So yeah. the forward arc, I think, has less shields. That's the one I hit the hardest. So if I'm getting two shots, that'd be the first one. Yeah, I think we only get 
the forward arc that one free shot. So I would say make that one count. Then I'm going to take it. What are my mods this round? Well, the computer plus one. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, you only get to use that twice. So when your normal attack goes, you won't be able to use it three times. You can only use it two times. So. Hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, that is a five, and your free shot goes wide. I'm lucky. Next. Um, well, now you're your normal attacks. You Take it again. Coil. Yep, coil gun, long range. Fire two. Okay, okay. Better. Does Pollux get an attack? No, because you are facing the aft, and you do not have an aft weapon. Uh, so If I had an aft, I would roll the... You'd roll a 13, so... Phrasing. Phrasing. If you had an aft, um, you get a... What's that? A 12 plus... What do you get, Pecky? A plus what? I get a plus three myself. Okay, so you hit, barely. Cheers. 15. You keep barely hitting, so do damage. It's to the forward arc. 44 again. So those ones are twos? Yeah. Did you do that? You're welcome. Did you do did, that? Yep. If you did the power... Oh, so that is a nine. Okay. All right. That that's cute. That's that's impressive. Now they go. They uh they shoot again their light laser. One, two, three, four, five, six. Minus four. That's true. That is a ten plus minus four. Yep, they miss. They miss. Hooray! Hooray. And then they fire their um nothing. <laughs> so you're up again. Engineering's up. Unless you guys are changing uh, roles. Um, I'm I'm thinking we can just keep going with more power to the guns. I like it. Agreed. Quinn, I feel I must take command. Oh, that's nice. Now, oh, hey, what's that in front of you? Oh, it's blinking. You should press that. I will check that. You successfully hit a 14. That's more than enough. Basically, you almost always will succeed in giving more power to the guns. I'm a good engineer. Yeah, you have a plus 10 of engineering, so... Okay, helm's up. Helm check. That's right. my helm check. Oh, you rolled an 18, and I rolled an 18, but you have a 27. I have so. a 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours nice. is better. Yours is better. Fine. 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 Steve don't like to lose. Um, we got a problem with that. Oh, it tries to do a flyby. Hello. Whoa, oh, that's, that's uh -oh. not a good roll. Uh oh. <laughs> seven plus. Uh, seven plus a few things. Let's see. You know, nobody likes a copycat. Did they think that's honorable? No. So. Yeah, uh, they would honor. Clearly, I was talking a lot about Oh, honor. do we get a free shot on them for missing? Yeah, maybe. Yes, you do, in fact. Um, Joy. Becky turned them into space dust. Well, that's when you get to go. Okay, he, they, they finished moving. You go. Oh, so we move, then we're going to get a free attack again, as if we did a flyby. If you want to try to fly over them a second time, yeah. No, 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 no. They, they effed up their flyby, right? Does that give yes, consequences? Yes. Yeah, you get a free attack on the, on the gunnery phase. Okay, so what if I did a flyby that does work? Do we get a free AOO and a free flyby, then our shots? Yes. That's it. Let's do it. Okay. Delicious. Well, make it so. That's super fancy. Can we play by the rules? It seems to be cheating. 
there are no rules in space. There's no cheating. It's I mean that's the it's they, it's risky to fly right, right next to each other because you can start really. It works both ways. I mean they can also then do it to you. So, so here is how it's going to. I can tell it seems to be working mostly for us. Don't forget, if you fail, then they get a free attack on you. So that's fine. So here's here's the route I'm going to take. Yeah, we're fine. One. And put our port arc on them at the end. Our port arc has the most shields and the cannon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the cannon's turret, so the the yeah. cannon is as you please. That's a great move. I'm all for that. You're the best Sounds pilot in uh, the galaxy. I like, I like I'll put this. It, I like this. Yeah, but that's yeah. how you're facing right now. So you're no, 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 no. I, I, I hold on. I, I'm doing it too. I don't I'll, see how you. I'll do it step I, by I, step. I, I love right. it. I love it. Okay, do it step by step because this is the castle run. Okay, that's my see. facing right now. Uh, right. One. Change facing. Right. Fly by maneuver attempt. Right. Right. Yep. Do you get to fire Change a weapon? Fire, fly yes. Oh, yeah. Three. I know. Rob, it's so difficult. You're actually doing way better than I did for four, right? That's yeah. still move yeah. three, yeah. right? Three. Yeah. That's change facing. Yep. Five. Six. Okay. Change face. Change face. Yep. Listeners, we assure you, this is actually quite exciting. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually, you're actually doing the proper movements of, uh, you did every okay. movement proper. Yeah, and then right. Okay, I see. Anyway, stay right there. You did it all. That's, uh, and we no, you can't Pegasus. do that. You can't. That's. Oh, yeah, you can. No, I had to. I, I'm doing because the, the rotating. Yeah, yeah. Does yeah, it a yeah. clock you're facing, right. not hex facing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. All right. So, Lucan does this super awesome flyby, twisting around. Still got to make your roll. Cackling. Let's see if this goes. Still gotta make a roll. Um, uh, have you I use the computer on this so um, you don't mess it up? I'll use the computer, or or can can I get a uh, captain? Yeah, I, I was about to say that. You know what? I really like that outfit you're wearing today. It's not really as as flamboyant as some of the younger people are wearing. It's a little more conservative, and I appreciate that. Well, thanks. It's a nice job. And I failed horribly. I got a seven. That is, uh, you you. Uh... You, you, you realize you were talking. You to, did take it in a weird direction. You were talking to like a picture on the view screen. You weren't actually talking to uh, to Lucan. Also, I didn't understand that he had really tried to dress flamboyantly. That's hilarious. Okay, Lucan. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll take the plus one from the computer because we are. If I pull this off, we're going to get two free shots plus our guns, our regular guns. Yes. Yes. So it's a sixteen seventeen. You failed. Fuck. <laughs> you needed an 18. They get a free shot on you instead. Yay. Well, we, we, we get free shots on each other. Yes. It's all simultaneous. I blame Quinn. I do too. I also <laughs> blame Quinn because you know what? Wow. What a great leader. What a great well. captain. I need to. Yep. All close. Missed by one. Hey, I missed by more than that. Yay! Everyone wins. All right, they go first. First, they take their free shot on you. Fourteen. Let's see. Plus six. Twenty. Minus four. Right. Which is a is still hits. sixteen, which still hits. Really? <laughs> yes. Although they hit your forward shields. Four. 
three. Oh, no, sorry. Three. Oh, no, no, no. Now it's 44. So it's uh, seven points of damage. You still have three forward shields. That was its free attack. Now they take their real attack. That is a four for a don't six. They, wait, don't they have to hit that? That was. They missed. The second they missed. The second was second attack uh, missed. Good. And now they use their forward light laser cannons. And for a 16, 18, that hits you, and that does a whopping three points of damage, so now you have no shields. Good. You can't right. seem to get through your shields. Now you get to go, and you yep, get yes. lots of playing attacks. the game. We're actually playing First shot is free. Becky, First shot's free. Take, it, take the plus one from the, the other plus one from the computer. Alrighty. We're counting on you to do this. We don't trust Chris. Uh, yeah. All right. And we were right. 15, it hits. What, what are you going to hit? Forward arc. Okay. Yeah. 44. Those ones or twos. Yeah. 10 points of damage. Ooh. Doesn't like that. Shields are gone in the forward arc. Okay. That was your free attack. Get two more. Hey, Becky. Here's my first follow-up. 48! Nice. Wow, that was a good attack. <laughs> right, good go, job. Go, go. All right. Nice. Well, let's Misses. just take the first of those, that 19. It was obviously the first roll, right? Nope. I agree. Nope. Got to re-roll. I do the same thing. <laughs> if you mess up 14, you still hit. Still good. <laughs> so, roll damage. That 11 points of damage. I know. 11 points of damage. Um... Up oh, another critical threshold. You critted one yeah. of the systems. Roll a one d one hundred. You didn't target. Yeah, you didn't target, right, Jason? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, so one d one hundred. Again, I'm not. I'm not sure. I actually even got a turn this turn, but whatever. Oh yeah, you could have, but it's yeah, fault. it's all right. Pilot, you hit the pilot. You hit the engines. So Can the engines are now board glitching. These clowns? <laughs> glitching. Okay, now go again. Nope. nope. Well, well, maybe it, no. No, that was. No, it's well, it's, who, an, it's an eleven. Oh, it's not you. Becky doesn't roll that. Uh, the other kind. Oh, right. the Other person rolls. Oh it. yeah, Pollux goes. Pollux rolls it. Ah. All right, I'm rolling d twenty. It's a raw d twenty. Plus, let's see what happens. Oh, no. No. Yeah, seven. Uh, exact same roll. Not, not the blue button. The red button. The red button. I yeah, I critted and I hit a nineteen, and I can roll a seven. I'm okay with that. All right. Okay. So after this, you get a message from the Vesk, and he says he claps his hands in delight. You see the vid screen, and he's like clapping, and he says to you in common, "Good show, good show." Although you are not honorable, I do like a good fight. I will. Withdraw and give the beacon to you, as you have proven yourselves a worthy adversary, if one that doesn't believe in honor. I grab the mic and say, how dare you talk about honor? You're the least honorable species. Leave this sector of space. Goodbye. And I drop the mic. Oh, oh um, that's racist. Yeah, Sir, really? Yeah. We should board. We should board. Uh, we would have to do another, like, ten hours of combat before we got to boarding, so... 
Uh, we won the fight. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You actually can do boarding, and it is um, a nightmare. Not a nightmare, but it becomes like it's very long. They need to pay for wasting our time. Well, it didn't really waste your time. If you managed to actually do honorable combat, you would have gotten amazing things, but you didn't. No, that was honorable combat. What, what, was, honorable? what was dishonorable about what we did? Yeah, exactly. Um, we never targeted their rear, ever. We fought. We never targeted our life support. We or the life support. We fought over roadkill and we won. We flew by. <laughs> I mean, just because they are a inferior race, yes, I am racist against. Well, them. okay, and now the honor is leeching out on the floor because of racism, but still. What is right. what is the dishonorable part? Like the mechanical dishonor. They're separate issues. Yeah. He can shout dishonorable all he wants. We never shot anywhere else except their forward arc. And we didn't blow up any kind of asteroid near them or anything like that. Okay. As he flies away, he jettisons a small beacon to your ship as a reward for a good fight. Oh, nice. And a trophy for your accomplishments. I remove Quinn physically from the captain seat (laughs) and put him into a a child seat next to me. You're going to have to wake him up first. But yeah. sure. Just do it gently. Let's move him to a, like, a nice recliner we have on the bridge that we've had there for weeks because we know his routine. And I assume command. Can we retrieve the beacon? Sure. So there's a few things going on. One, there's the beacon somewhere in there in the asteroids. Two, there appears to be a small capsule that was jettisoned by the Vesk as he gave you rewards for honorable combat and well that's it one and two I'll retrieve the beacon first the uh, no, i'm sorry not the beacon the uh, reward for honorable combat okay i'm gonna immediately start repairing the ship okay the repair of the ship actually will only take about an hour or two because it didn't took very little damage it actually didn't take any real damage it just took a little bit so it won't take you that long and um it probably you guys definitely had the upper hand. You, know, you guys were once you once you critted them their weapons. That's what really sort of turned the tide. If you critted like their engines or something, I mean that, that you basically hit them in the worst possible place to hit them. Yeah, we, we we won. We did well because we're better than that here. Okay, okay, uh, enough, enough, Captain Bly. You open up the pod, and inside appears to be. A cargo pod, and it contains a set of Gollum Forge plating Mark II armor. That's me. Yeah. And a squad machine gun. Oh. With ammo. It comes Uh. with wallet. So the the Gollum Forged armor plating part Mark II is very good, and I believe there's two people who can use that. I believe the soldier can use that, and Pollux can use that. Yes. The squad machine gun, you're going to have to look up. I forgot who can use that one. That's a heavy weapon, I believe. It's probably also soldier stuff only. Yeah. So you do that. Do you wish to then retrieve the beacon? Yes. Okay. You spend half an hour scanning the asteroids... And you manage to find and decode the beacon. And you also find that there's some, like, precious metals in the asteroids that you can mine. 
and while you're doing this you can kind of take it out of the magma asteroids and it's worth about 900 credits well then nice. do all that right we... yeah you do all, all that. of that yes all of that is done so you go through the beacon and you wish to re- see what is on the beacon yes sure. oh yeah here here's the distress signal if someone who wants to read that out loud, since our listeners cannot read that. Here we go. Attention, this message is confidential. If you are not the intended recipient, Absalom Station Exo Guardians, please delete this message immediately. The message reads, This is Ramad, captain of the Struggles Scholar. Most of my crew and I escaped Sangoro's bulwark with our lives. But upon entering the drift, we collided with some extra planar material. Soon after, we lost a crew member, as well as control of our primary engine. We have managed to patch our drift functionality enough to drop out of this dangerous field and into normal space at the enclosed coordinates. Please send assistance as soon as feasible. Without our engine, our power supply is diminishing rapidly. In the event you are unable to reach us in time, I have heavily encrypted vital information meant only for the current head of the Exo Guardians and locked it in a hard drive on the ship's bridge. End message. So in addition, there are some coordinates which are very close by, and you imagine that this is probably the interdimensional drift material that he was talking about, and you can probably find the ship within a few hours of just normal thrust power. Okay, I sense a clue. Let's fly. I will reassume command, and uh, let's... uh... Too sweet. Let's go. Before we take off, uh, is it possible that there was any other traces of their escape in the asteroid field? While we were doing all this mining, uh, could we have noticed anything else in the area? Any any forensics? Um, in what sense? No. Well, was there any other debris apart from the uh, from the, the the beacon? No. No. It's just the beacon and the asteroids, um, which obviously you've been spent. Yeah. There's no like material. There's no like ship. There's no like. Um, cargo, anything like that that you can find. Okay. Uh, as a possibly greedy question, this material from the elemental plane of Earth, does it have any actual value? Yeah, 900 credits. Okay, I meant beyond that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually... Yeah, nine, in... 900 credits will buy me a gun. Usually you know, for some, of, for some of us, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you don't need the gun. When I find gold in outer space the size of an asteroid, I figure it'll buy me more than a gun. No, it won't, because uh, it all goes to the captain. It's captain's booty, and then we... Oh, it does not do that. You're you're losing your captain job immediately. Well, here's the thing, Quinn. This is actually worth millions of credits. However, right. you are in a ship with a small cargo hold. You can fit 900 credits worth of material into this ship. If you want to come back with a salvage ship and, you know, hire someone, uh, maybe uh, in another adventure. We abandon the Starfighter Society and become space miners. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is millions of credits. It's worth it. You're really old. You're too old for that. That sounds exhausting. You have to. You have a good point there. Plus, you'd need to get a ship that actually has enough cargo space to, like, bring it in. So that, That's all making my head hurt. All right. I don't care about this stuff anymore. There you go. It's also extremely volatile. And uh, if it exploded, it did like, I think it was like 48 damage. Uh, it was a lot put of it, damage. Put it this way, Bob. Genesis planet forbidden. Yes, exactly. So with that, the um, 
the ship is pretty close by. Uh, do you wish to go to it or do anything else? And the ship is repaired successfully thanks to Willet, who is a a whiz at engineering. Uh, we have a job to do. Let's go do it. It helps to have space magic. Yeah, space magic. Okay, the beacon coordinates, it's, it's really just not too far. You fly maybe an hour, and you find yourselves a few hundred yards from the Disabled Struggles Scholar. This heavily damaged Kasathan transport ship floats in empty space. Dark, but for a slowly flashing orange light at its aft. Just a few miles away from the ship, a massive storm dwarfs the vessel. Blue and gray, asteric clouds warping the field of stars behind the ship and flashing internally with jagged streaks of light. For all its violence, the vast storm is silent and it looms larger with each passing second. It's V'ger. I love V'ger. Uh... What do you do? Scan it. Oh, yes. Yeah, I guess I can try a scan, see if I can get any information. First the ship, then the cloud. Very good. The ship, you get a 16. You get a full schematic of the ship because you brought the Pegasus with this advanced scanning material. So I will give that to you. Nice. Good job. Nice. That is the full schematic of the ship. Um, those are different chambers. I can actually go through them with you real quick. The back is the airlock. The next one's the main cabin. There is way to the southwest is a sparring room. To the southeast is the crew quarters. To the direct west, where it looks like there's some heavy damage and part of the ship was destroyed, is the cargo hold. To the far east is the captain's quarters. And then you can also see, if you start going towards the middle, the the middle left room, that's the engine room. The middle right is the lavatory. The center front, that's the mess hall. And then obviously the bridge is the very front. So there should be like a missing corresponding nacelle on the left side that's not there anymore. Yeah, the nacelle and weapons are just, it's just ripped off the ship, like gone. Okay. Is that, uh, is that compartment there exposed to vacuum? Yes, it is. So this makes it look like the ship's not much bigger than ours. Yeah, yeah, the ship is not much better than yours. In addition... Can we tow it out of the way of the storm? No, not even close. I will tell you a bit more in a second. The presence of notable power spikes. You notice spikes of power in the captain's quarters, in the engine room, and the bridge. Okay. If there's anyone left in there, we better hustle. That storm's moving. Yes, you can now do a check. Uh, computers, it's actually going to be very hard with computers, but if someone knows has mysticism, they actually know about these sort of things. That would be me. Check them all. Try the computers anyways. I'm going to try to scan anyways. Go right ahead. 19. Do the mysticism at the oh, same time. I, I know. I know a little better than that. Hold on. Oh, oh Alex rolls a 20 for mysticism. Oh, there we go. A 25. <laughs> oh. That's what we're for. <laughs> is about to school him, but Queen quickly corrects him and tells him that is a stellar event known as an esteric storm and an, an uncommon event 
where the barrier between the ethereal and the material planes is the thinnest. And this is going to very quickly overtake this entire sector, destroying the ship long before you have time to restore full power, get it working, or to tow it away. You are on the clock big time. Let's move. Get ready for boarding. All right. Makes sense. Suit up. Uh, uh, I let you know about this because no one knew. <laughs> I will say let's stop. This is a perfect opportunity to pick up next time. Agreed. Rob did a great job. The piloting. Everyone did a great job yes. gunning. Uh, it was good jobs. Good jobs. Including and we had some great leadership. The meme messed up their front. Uh, we got in their grill. Busted up their grill. Uh, you got some good shots in, and you basically hit their weapons, and they missed your. They they didn't get crits on you. They that was the key. same thing. Targeting the weapons was the best. They were so, trying. They were targeting your engines actually, and they kept missing. But they I mean, if they hit. God is on my side, so I do crit sometimes. That's going to happen. Well, that hey, a lot. hey, God is no. on your side. God, the. Yeah. Okay. I'm. God. I'm not really a god, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Steve here. So considering some of these people are brand new to Starfinder, that was actually pretty good for Starship Combat. I actually think three of those players never did Starship Combat before, so they did pretty well. They also got some really lucky hits. Taking out the weapons on a Starship is pretty bad. If you're going to go for anything, that's what you go for. Because if you can't fire, well, there's not a lot you can do in Starship Combat. That's kind of one of the small holes in the system, is taking out weapons is a surefire way to end Starship Combat very quickly. Also, as for whether or not it was honorable, they kind of did convince me, believe it or not. Because once I thought about it, I realized that they each did one thing dishonorable. I did mine kind of by accident. They did theirs kind of by accident. So I thought about it and I said, you know what? I decided the Vesk changed their mind and that actually was honorable combat in the end. So they did get the extra rewards. They didn't just push me over. There actually is logic is that... The Vesk shot on their behind, which they're not supposed to do. The players actually taunted them, which they were not supposed to do. But you know what? That's actually never a ta that's actually never said in the combat. You're just supposed to kind of know not to taunt, which is kind of a little weird in my opinion. So I thought about it. I'm like, well, they each did one dishonorable thing, so they cancel each other out. And voila, it's honorable combat. And it does matter because that will affect their standing in the end. So it wasn't like a small thing. As for what's going on now, they did find the ship, and they're about to start the deadly portion. But I did like the Starship combat is that they finally gave you a reason why to fight each other, and it wasn't just, oh, there's a ship here and you just fight and that's it. There actually was a little bit of a challenge and a little bit of a duel, if you will. And I do notice that in Starship's in Starfinder Society, they do a better job with explaining why you might be doing Starship Combat as opposed to like the Dead Sun's Adventure Path, which we're doing right now, and Starship Combat seems a little tacked on. Anyhow, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Look for part two next Monday, where they explore the ship and might all die horrible, grisly deaths. I sure hope so. Other than that, I will talk to you and see you guys later. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, 
please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that a technomancer is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to.